Welcome, welcome, welcome. It has been quite a while, hasn't it? Welcome back to Training Well Done, your podcast on the what, the why, and the how of quality training with your host, Coach Donald. I know it's been a while. It's been really busy. We had spring track, and then after spring track, we had um, some changes with the team. I was in the gym a lot more, and it was just a very busy summer. And this podcast probably wouldn't have been recorded for a while. I'm driving down um, Route 65 on Ohio River Boulevard, and I was like, you know what? Now's a good time to record something. So I'm in the car, and I was reflecting on a training session I had this morning. And from watching the Diamond League track meet the other day. So... I'll probably be making more episodes in the car. I know I was doing that last time, and these will be shorter ones, kind of straight to the point as far as what the message is about, and then we'll have some other longer ones that'll be interviews and other sorts of things. But what was on my mind that I want to share with you is about how to have more pop in your legs. The other day, I was watching the Diamond League Championship in we're on world record watch with Sharika Jackson in the 200 meter dash. She ran 21.56. She's the fastest woman of all time in 200 meters. No, she doesn't have the world record, which is you know controversial. If you know what I'm, if you know you know. As well as even given who has the world record, Sharika Jackson has the most sub 21.6 performances in history for a woman. So it's she just lights out, phenomenal. Well. We watched her run, and she ran 21.56, and which is faster than most women who are active in professional track and field, faster than most of their PRs. She ran that, and Ado Bowen was like, yeah, she looked a little flat. And watching her run 21.41, which she did a few weeks ago, versus watching her run 21.56, you can tell if you have the eye for it. Well... She didn't have the pop in her legs that she would to have run the world record. At that speed, it would look very different. So I was thinking about something that a member at the gym had said. He didn't really feel like he had much pop in his legs. and There were some other things going on as far as energy goes. But when it came to his running, it felt laggy and just kind of flat. Right? What, what does that mean? Well... When we think about pop, generally we're thinking about the bounce that's in your legs. I talk a lot about being able to have a nice bouncy stride, right? You may remember, and if you don't, you should go back and listen to it, an old episode from a few years ago about how you should run more like a basketball and less like a frying pan, right? I'm not veered from that. And if we look at it as a spectrum of basketball, frying pan is opposite ends of the spectrum being able to have a more pop in have more pop in your step is being more to the ball side so that's usually what people are referring to there's a flatness there's in physiologically it's more more of an increased ground contact um less stride uh length and potentially even just less turnover and so it just does it looks like slightly deflated ball what do we do about this? What can you do about this? If you're like, hmm, yeah, you know what? I've had some flatness in my run or 
I don't feel like I have any pop, or I used to have pop, and I don't right now. Let me give you two main things. They are very closely related. Plyometrics and running drills. Plyometrics. Those are jumps. Think like literally if you're listening to this while you walk. I know a lot of you listen to this while you run. Make Start jumping, right? Whether you just kind of jump up as high as you can like you were going to go for a basketball net or you just start doing some squat jumps, right? Plyometrics involve being able to work what we call a stretch shortening cycle, basically taking the tendons, there are the structures that connect your muscles to your bones and treating them like rubber bands because they do have this elastic quality to them. You stretch them and then they tighten back up and that gives you energy, right? So you train the ends of your muscles, so to say. You train them to be able to get stretched and then tighten like a rubber band and then give you that pop and extra energy. When you think about people not having any pop, it's usually because they don't get much of a stretch or much of a um, shortening or that part happens really slow, right? For, For a variety of reasons. So doing plyometrics, whether it's just you can stand there with your legs straight and just bounce up and down off your toes, right? And while keeping your legs straight. Or you go to a full squat and jump. Or you jump side to side. There's, you know, tons and tons of varieties of what you can do as far as the plyometric goes. That is something to incorporate into your training that will allow you to have more spring every time your foot hits the ground. Because running is a plyometric exercise, right? Especially when you sprint and you go fast while you do it. The more power that's involved from the sprint motion allows you to actually get more of a stretch shortening. The second thing I mentioned was running drills. Running drills are also lower intensity versions of plyometrics. Reason being, when you're doing a running drill, let's say we do these sprint switches. So again, if you're just running or walking or standing, I want you to stand up straight and I want you to lift your right leg in the air. I want you to have your hip at 90 degrees and your leg at 90 degrees at the knee, sorry, hip and knee at 90 degrees. So your foot's right above your knee in front of you, like if you were doing a high knee run. Now I want you to switch your legs as quickly as possible. You're going to punch, you're going to punch that right leg down to the ground and lift your left leg into the air and just switch positions, right? Might have felt a little janky, so think like if you were just doing one switch of a high knee run, bang, switched positions. And when you land, you want that other leg, sorry, you want the top leg to land straight, okay? So I look better in a video, we have these on uh, line on YouTube. But you want to land with that leg straight. Being able to do single switches or doubles or doing them for 5 to 10 seconds what that does is help you, A, in a plyometric sense, get the same bounce, but B, when you do them right and you get in the correct angles, like for this drill, you need your straight line from your shoulder to your foot. A lot of people bend at the knee when they do this, right? You can take a look, ask your friend to do it, and you'll see they might sag into their knee like in a weirdly funky squat versus standing straight, being able to land straight in a high knee run. Being able to get in the right angles of your feet being directly under you and landing on the ball of your foot naturally allows you to have a more poppy stride versus if you land really flat-footed or your heel gets in front of you 
or when you hit the ground, you collapse down, collapsing being your foot goes flat on the ground and your knee bends and your hip bends. That takes the spring out of your stride as well. So you can work on that through doing, we call them switches, but they're basically like high knees that you do one or two or three or four or five at a time. Doing these high knee runs and a variety of other like A skips and drills like that. Those things can help with getting you in the right position that naturally brings you more spring to your stride. All right. So those are a couple things that I wanted to share with you, being able to get some more plyometrics in, getting some running drills in. Said person today at the gym, what we actually did was, after I made a bunch of these um, 40-year-olds, well, actually, no, it was not a bunch of 40-year-olds. We did that the other day with a bunch of 40 and 50-year-olds. It was a lot of fun. I only accentuate that because they accentuate that. I don't I don't make it a big deal, but they do, right? About doing cartwheels. We did a bunch of rolls and cartwheels and crawls and everything. And we were like, I haven't done this in 30 years, right? <laughs> so maybe longer, actually. <clears throat> So after we did that this morning, I had him and a couple other people, we went and we did these drills. All we did was a bunch of switches. I had him go switch once, switch twice, switch three times, switch five times, do high knees. And we did a lot of them to help understand how to get into that position. And if you're not somebody who does a lot of drills before you go run, right, you just go run. Or you treat drills as simply warm-ups if you're like in a run club and maybe your club does high knees or something like that and you just do it as a sense of warming up, then you're likely not doing it with the right angles to actually get out of it what you can get out of it. These are things to incorporate in your training. It takes three minutes, honestly. I mean, you can make it take 15, 20 minutes, right? But you can do this in three to five minutes as a part of warming up to just work on that and then translate that bounce into your next run and workout see how that goes all right that's what we did today in the gym we took uh, about eight minutes to really hammer that down and then we got the lifting all right so i hope that helps you out make sure to follow us online we're at global human performance on instagram i'm at coach underscore donald and if you're like hey this is great can you take me through this then reach out to me um, send us a message either on Instagram or you can send a message on the website www.ghperformance.com and we can take you through a session. I'm going to teach you all the drills, teach you how to do the plyometrics and get you on your way. All right. So look forward to talking to you soon. Incorporate those things and we'll catch you in the next episode. Ciao.